Hello and welcome to Rando Rob. Each week on Rando Rob, I'll be showing and discussing one item from my large collection of collections. New shows appear every Monday and throughout the week, I'll be adding older episodes of Rando Rob that were previously only available to my Patreon subscribers. You can watch episodes of Rando Rob on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Rob O'Hara. Just look for the Rando Rob playlist. Audio versions of the show are available on my website at podcast.robohara.com or through iTunes. Just search for Rando Rob. Thanks for watching or listening, and I hope you enjoy this vintage episode of Rando Rob. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rando Rob. Right off the bat, I owe everyone an apology. Um, it turns out over the past weekend or so, I forgot that I do this show. <laughs> I just uh, totally spaced out doing an episode last week. And uh, uh, so here I am uh, doing an episode of Rando Rob. I hope everybody has been uh, doing okay. I hope everybody's healthy. I hope you've been having a fun time. Uh, I, as you know, uh, if you've been following my posts and stuff, bought a Mr which is the uh, the new FPGA, I say new, it's new to me, FPGA computer. And uh, one of the challenges I've had is getting input from the mister ported into OBS. And so to do that, let me see if I have it. I do have it over here. I bought this for $20. Uh, this is from a company called Old School. And this is a... Um, uh, old school HD video capture card. As you can see, it is a tiny USB uh, device that you plug in. And on the other end uh, is a HDMI input. And so I can take the mister <coughs> or any HDMI uh, console or anything like that computer and plug it into this. And I can get the video into OBS. And it works great. Uh, very, very little lag and great picture. Um, but at the same time, I also bought, uh, I don't have it here. I don't have it because I've got it hooked up to the TV, but this is the box. Uh, this is the AV to HDMI converter from the same company from old school. Uh, that capture card was $20 and this was another $20. And if you look at the back here, you can see the picture. Uh, it, this says or claims that you can take a RCA, uh, RCA jacks, you know, a composite video and plug it into this and then take the HDMI out and plug that into the capture card. Or you can plug it directly into a computer so, or no, not a computer, a television. If you don't have RCA inputs or composite inputs, you can take something and plug it in. And so I was wanting to test that out this morning and I remembered that many years ago I had collected and purchased a bunch of those all-in-one joysticks. And I have them in a milk crate out in the garage. And so I went out and I got this milk crate. I haven't tried these things in probably over 10 years. And uh, I thought I would use this and, and plug them into the TV and, and see if they worked. And so uh, right off the bat, I found out that when I stored most of these all-in-one joysticks uh, years ago, I left the batteries in them, and so the battery compartments are all corrupt. Uh, there's just all that green uh, battery corrosion inside, and so I have spent the better part of an hour cleaning that out with some white vinegar and Q-tips. Uh, so anyway, while I have them all out, I thought, hey, this would be a fun thing to go through on Retro Rob. Now, the, the thing that I'm adjusting down here is my trash can because uh, despite my best efforts, some of these things are uh, 
I'm are dead. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, some, some I bought new, but there's a few that I bought at garage sales and stuff. And I'm not even sure this first one, uh, I'm not sure it ever worked. Um, but, uh, it certainly doesn't work today. And this is a, came from a thrift store. This is a Activision, uh, TV games, all in one joystick. Now this is a newer model. I have an older one. Uh, and, um, but this is the newer style. You can see it's like a more modern game pad. You definitely don't need all those buttons to play pitfall. I can tell you that. Uh, there's also a price on that of $478, but the place that I get these from is a thrift store where everything is always 50% off. That's their gimmick. So I paid about two and a half bucks uh, for this thing. But um, the uh, battery compartment was so corroded that when I went to clean it, the springs were rotten and, and came off. And I think this one is probably a uh, lost cause. So I know that I think you could take aluminum foil and a little ball and wedge it in there and stuff. But uh, I'm honestly, I'm, I'm not even sure this thing ever worked to begin with. I don't, I don't know that it ever worked. And so into the trash it goes. Uh, I've got a couple others here that uh, uh, I, I've tested and tested uh, and worked with and can't get to work anymore. Uh, this one was actually fun. I do remember playing this one. Uh, this is the uh, Darth Vader <laughs> Star Wars that had uh, a few different games. I believe this one. Uh, I have two different ones. I had one that looked like the Millennium Falcon, and then I have this one. And there was a game where you shot battle droids, and there was a game where you flew the Millennium Falcon, I think, back and forth. You had dodge asteroids or something. Uh, but uh, this one I was able to get to power on, but I'm not getting any video out of and uh, not not worth the troubleshooting. Um, and here's a third one that, uh, for some reason, I can't seem to get power to at all. Uh, I didn't see any obvious signs of corrosion, but I cleaned it anyway, dried it out, and uh, then I tried again, let it sit for a little bit, and uh, it doesn't seem to be working anymore. But this is the um, Arcade Advanced. This is the Konami collector series Ooh, look at that and this is a very fancy uh looking one you've got lots of buttons again on the top uh two buttons on each side a start and a select button uh and if i remember correctly i bought this i'm trying to look and see what graphics i recognize on the side here uh i'm positive though that i bought this for um oh, i see Fro frogger i don't know what else was on here but uh, i bought it for yi kung fu and uh, uh, it was not the arcade version of ER Kung Fu. I believe it was the MSX version or maybe Nintendo version. Uh, but it was not a great version of uh, ER Kung Fu. And so into the trash it goes. Now, the good news is here are the ones that I have been able to get working this morning. I will start with this one because um, I definitely have some uh, good memories of uh, this one. Meh. <laughs> That wasn't really a good SpongeBob, but uh, uh, this is the SpongeBob uh, all-in-one. And you, you'll notice, uh, not, not particularly on this one, but some of them have the same layouts for the, the buttons and, and resets and stuff like that. This one is a little bit unique. Uh, but these are all TV game one. And, and uh, uh, we got this, um, I mean, my kids were pretty little when I got this, you know, or Mason was. Morgan wasn't born yet. And, uh, you know, I wanted the kids to be able to play uh, video games and stuff. But, I, you know, Mesa was born in 2001. And I didn't want him playing on my Dreamcast and stuff. So I bought a couple of these. And, um, uh, you know, when he was a little older, he played these and he loved it. We also had a, uh, 
Honda Odyssey minivan and it had the flip down screen and there were RCA inputs. So you could throw one of these in the, the back of the van and uh, kids could play video games and it was great. And daddy would sit back there sometimes and play video games too. <laughs> uh, let's see what else we got here. This is, uh, so this is the original, the older uh, Activision uh, model here. So this is an Activision all-in-one. You can see, now this is, um, uh, you can see the, the button layout here. And let me get the um, uh, Atari 2600. Uh, and if you look at the the button layouts, you'll notice that uh, they're, they're basically uh, identicals. And they, my guess is they probably have the same uh, hardware uh, Atari on a chip inside here. Although the these versions don't really seem like the Atari twenty six hundred version, or if they do, there's something not quite right with them. I played Pitfall earlier, and the sounds weren't right. The Vine does not look like the Atari twenty six hundred version of the Vine, um, but. Uh, Anyway, this has, uh, I believe, 10 uh, Activision games built in, and, and it works. Uh, you know, the irony is, when I was buying these, these were the ones I was more interested in. I was interested in the ones that played uh, retro classic video games, and the ones like the SpongeBob one or the Star Wars one kind of seemed like um, uh, novelty things. But now, you know, I have, I have my Mr. hooked up right behind me. It plays Activision and Atari and, and all these other games, but... There is no way to play the SpongeBob games or the Star Wars games. So uh, it's kind of funny that the ones that seemed like toys at the time uh, now are the ones that I'm kind of more interested in. Um, here's another one that I have. Uh, this is the Atari 2600 All-in-One, uh, another TV games release. In fact, if you look at it, you'll notice that it looks an awful lot like the picture uh, that I have there. Again, just like the Activision one, uh, they've used, obviously, the same motherboard inside here. You've got start, select, reset, uh, and an LED and an on-off. This has 10 Atari 2600 games. But again, they're not um, uh, as good as uh, the games on the Atari 2600. I mean, they look like the Atari 2600. I just played um, Asteroids earlier, and the um, uh, Asteroids... Uh, it doesn't sound right. It doesn't have all the, the sounds uh, and stuff built into it. So not uh, not quite as good as the original. Now, here's one that this one is actually uh, has um, uh, become kind of valuable over the past several years. Uh, this is the Commodore 64 uh, all-in-one. Now, of course, this was long before the release of the... Uh, uh, C64 Mini and the C64 Maxi, and um, this was worked on by um, uh, Jerry Ellsworth and uh, Robin Harbron worked on this, and I bought this at a game show uh, uh, that uh, Robin Harbron was at, and I opened it, and uh, I had him sign it. <laughs> so good for Robin uh, for um, doing this, uh, and which is funny now because I talked to Robin uh, online and. Um, now it seems silly that I would have him sign something, but, uh, um, and that, I mean, it would just, it would be more awkward now, you know, <laughs> but, uh, um, but I was sure excited when that thing came out and the, the price has got up so much because, uh, um, inside is a whole Commodore 64 on a chip. You can actually solder in a, a floppy drive and a real keyboard and, and, uh, turn that thing into a working uh, Commodore 64. And it's actually uh, an enhanced Commodore 64, I believe. It has like 256 color palette instead of uh, um, 
you know, the, the normal 16 colors and stuff like that. I do have one more uh, joystick back here, and this is, again, um, uh, one I was just testing, which is it's wired up still back there, but this is the uh, Namco uh, all-in-one from uh, TV Games, and uh, as you can see, it kind of has a little arcade kind of look here and this has um pac-man uh galaxian dig dug bosconian and rally x those are the five games uh that are on this and um again i'm not exactly sure what versions of the game i played dig dug on this a few minutes ago and it was literally the hardest version of dig dug i've ever played in my life like the um uh pukas just instantly turned into ghosts and started going through the dirt to chase me and um, you know, anytime I came near a Figar, they burned me. There was like zero time to uh, inflate them. So it was a it really kind of a difficult. And um, also I played Rally X and the Rally X uh, plays much faster than the original. So I don't really know um, what the story is with that. But uh, obviously, if you have those games on on MAME or the, the Mister or anything else like that, uh, you'd be a lot better off uh, by playing those versions. So um Anyway, I do have some more of those all-in-one joysticks out in the garage that I haven't run in. Some other ones that I haven't opened yet. I know I have an Intellivision one. I think I have a Space Invaders one, maybe. I have an Atari 2600 joystick uh, keychain one. So it's been kind of fun going through those. But obviously, um, uh, you know, th there's not much point in playing most of them today. Like, I, I don't know that I would ever hook up and play the Atari version of, uh, you know, Pitfall on this Activision thing when I could just play it on something that's a lot more accurate. So um, I don't know what I'm going to end up doing with these. And it worked. And actually, uh, my test worked out well. Uh, I guess you could say well because um, I was testing the input thing. And the input thing really adds, it stretches the picture out and adds a lot of banding. And uh, uh, I was glad that I had multiple of these old joysticks to to do my test on. So... Uh, anyway, uh, I am still working on this week's episode of You Don't Know Flack. I may just end up pushing it to next week. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I'm doing it on the Mister, and there's just so much stuff to cover on the Mister. So I've been doing tons and tons and tons of uh, uh, research, and um, so I will be uh, releasing that as soon as possible. But uh, so you'll be hearing that soon. And um, as always, uh, thank you guys for your Patreon support. I hope to see you on the Twitch streams. I hope to uh, see you on the Patreon and on Twitter and anywhere else you can find me. Uh, I always uh, appreciate hearing from you guys. So uh, stay safe, have a good week, and I will be talking to you soon.